You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, On the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for eScouted. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest scouted news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for eScouted. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to what I cannot believe is the finale of the Scouted After Show here on After Buzz TV. I feel like the season flew by, and I am... It's bittersweet tonight to break down the last episode of the season, but I am so excited because we have so many surprises in store to send this show off with a bang. I'm your host, Jackie Moran, and I am joined by a whole crop of hosts coming from all different parts of the country. Uh, we have Kendra Cabasel in the studio holding things down in L.A. Welcome, Kendra. Thank you, Jackie. And then we have uh, Gabby Loren, who's calling in in true rock star style because she could not be live tonight. Welcome, Gabby. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> You're very and, uh, well. We're, well, we all love this show so much. We, we have to all find our way to be part of tonight's finale show because it's so Im- important to all of us as fans. Right, Phil? It certainly is. And uh, I have a surprise for you guys. What is that? that? We have Aaron on the line. Aaron Olson. I'll let you guys properly. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> hey, hi. I'll let you guys properly introduce her. That was just my way of saying, hey. Okay. Here she well, is. let me officially introduce you, Aaron. Not that you need one. If all of the scouted fans know you already as the scout of Salt Lake City, Utah. But you can find out more about her on ErinScouted.com and follow her on Twitter with Erin Scouted as her handle. But she is one of our favorite scouts that we watch week to week on Scouted, some of the most memorable girls that she's brought to New York. And now she's talking live with us exclusively for the finale here on AfterBuzz TV. We're so excited to have you, Erin. Oh, thanks so much. It's so fun to be a part of this. So thank you. <laughs> Well, we're just like, you know, we see just a sliver of your background and who you really are and how much you do in the industry on Scouted, and I'm sure it's been an amazing experience, but you have 10, what, 10, 15 years of experience in Scouting and as well just being a former model, a model manager, a fashion writer, a wardrobe stylist, you've worked in six over six countries right so you have you've done your research <laughs> <laughs> well it's yeah. easy it's all there for us on your website um yeah I think that's a tremendous background um and here you are in scouting of all categories you've you've stuck with scouting so i'm curious to know 
how all of that background brought you to scouting and, you know, maybe some memorable things that might stand out (laughs) along the years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny because, you know, I fell into scouting because I, I got married and I ended up being in Salt Lake City where there's not much of a fashion industry. And so I just, you know, I guess everyone who's in the industry always knows that uh, people know Utah to be one of those places where you can find pretty girls. And so it was like easy for me to fall into it because there's just so many pretty girls here and it's really easy to scout in Utah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's people who have a lot of kids, you know, or a lot of Mormons and, uh, or, or the breed. I don't know. It's just kind of fascinating how many, you know, it's just for, like for the demographic, it's really easy to find a good girl. So I had this background. I was in New York City. I ended up courting my husband. I ended up moving back to Utah, and I fell into it just because it was just easy, and it's something I can do when I'm married and I have kids, and I just love it. It's fun. It's really dangerous, and if you've ever if you've ever seen somebody in a mall and, and known that you can just go up and talk to them and introduce them to the industry, then holy cow, it just becomes addictive after that, so that's part of it also. Well, that's amazing, and I'm, I can see your passion uh, certainly in the in the few episodes that we got to see you in. But uh, certainly it must be so exciting to be part of this, uh, this huge popular show on E! and everybody falling in love with it. How did you feel about the season, the finale? I know we just came off the finale, so I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. to know how you feel about the finale in particular. But uh, it must be amazing to watch this play out and your work being, you know, recognized on such a big level now. It's kind of, it, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, you know, I have to be honest, I sometimes have mixed feelings because knowing I was a part of the process, I was a part of the filming, knowing how much they film and then how much, how little they put into the show and knowing how much more of a story there is than what people are actually seeing, I just kind of, you know, I, I watch it with this perspective that's just bizarre. I'm just like, wow, that, this is what they chose to put in the show, you know? <laughs> and so sometimes I have mixed feelings. I'm like, I would have put something else in, but that's me. And, and But it, at, at the same time, it was so exciting to be a part of it because, you know, I do I do think that it shows people what that scouting process is, of finding a, a beautiful girl and bringing her to New York. You know, there's, there's definitely elements of the show that aren't as realistic as we, we know, you know, kind of the process of it. I mean... We, we scout a girl and we, we place her directly with an agency. We don't necessarily go through an expert of, you know, a team of experts, but it does show that process and it's really fun to be a part of that and definitely to be recognized for it. Don't complain. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so. let me ask you, this is uh, Brittany Brower. I just am tuning in with you guys Hi. on the phone here. Hi, everyone. I have a question. So how did you guys, how did you get chosen to be one of the, the scouts on Scouted? Were you already working with one management already and they invited you in? Or how did that process come? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, no, one management was not actually in uh, the works until the very latter end of the, I mean, yeah, Michael Flutie was is the creator, and he is the one who put all the research and time into doing the show and was looking for scouts in North America, had asked around. I had previously had my own management company called Echo Models. Um, I had already been working with one management and other agencies um, around the country and around the world, and he, especially Elite um, in Paris, and I just got recommended. And, and my, my business partner, Trudy Tapscott, is you know friends with Michael, and he had a conversation with her, and she said, well, you know, I manage the girls, but the girls who actually scouts them is Erin in Utah, and so that's kind of how they found me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be a part of that? So with the finale episode, Erin, we just, you Mm -hmm. know, left off on a note 
where everyone, you know, we were just going to get into the girls a little bit, you know, Erin and Alwyn. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you weren't, you know, directly involved with those girls, but I thought it was very interesting, and we've had Scott Lips on the show, um, how mm-hmm. they touted Erin as kind of being this uh, new age type of model for the digital age and, you know, all about, mm-hmm. like, being social media savvy and telegenic and, you know, where that always was kind of called commercial in the past. I feel like branding and the commercial aspect has become really important in the industry now. Do you agree with that, being on the inside? Yeah, I mean, you know, with technology and the way things are going in the fashion industry, everybody's going, everyone's doing video. Um, If a girl cannot, she doesn't have a personality, if she doesn't have a level of um, professionalism and the ability to express herself, then she's not going to do well because it's not just all about print these days. It's about doing video campaigns. And so I think it was a really smart move on his part to go ahead and and find her and knowing that that was going to be something he could develop her in. Um, Absolutely. It's it's definitely the way of the future. Everything's video. Do you have any girls (laughs) that you're most proud of out of any of your girls? And that kind of sense, like, that are going more of that, you know, not to just be a model, but go on to be more of, you know, in this whole social media world to make it to be the it girl, not just a pretty face. Yeah, you know, when I scout a girl, when it, there's so much more that goes into it than just finding a pretty girl and handing her over. It's, it's a huge development process on my part and on Trudy's part who I work with, and we, we try to find those girls who are really well-rounded, who are really well-business-oriented, and they are just they exude confidence because that's what translates really well on film as, t- as well and on film and video. And so, yeah, when I find a girl, like, I mean, Gina just comes to mind. She's she's just so fun to be around. She's confident and she's just, she she moves so well in front of the camera, but she's just got a little confidence about her. And and um, we have so many other girls that weren't even on the show that, that, that are like that. And I think that's one of the most important parts of getting into the fashion industry now is finding a girl that can do everything. No, no, I'm so happy to hear you say that because that's a big message we want to put on to you know, other girls, especially girls starting out and just fairly young ones, that it is not all about the size that you put on. It's also about the person that you are. And I, I love, like, when I've seen, especially on Scouted, you know, I've watched and then I just love seeing the girl that, you know, walks in and she's beautiful, but when she has a bad attitude or, you know, the, you know, the personality that's just not there and she just expects for her, you know, her hip size to get her through the door, you know, I, that's not always the case, and I kind of like that in a way. You know, I I think it's a good message to send out there. Yeah, you need to be healthy and look great and be proud of be who you are, but it's also about, you know, who's, what's inside and having a good personality, exactly. and that's ultimately going to take you to that next level, and it's not just, oh, you've got, you know, big lips, pretty smile, and you can fit in this, but you can't speak. I think that's all about making yeah. it because I love that message. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how many girls I come across that, they just, that's just what they think it is. They just think that I can just get in front of a camera and then the photographer's going to do all the work and everyone's going to do all the work and all I have to do is just sit there and be pretty. And I'm like, no, that's still not the case. You're going to have to get in front of the camera and actually have a personality and act because it's acting and it's, it's telling a story. It's showing off the clothes, which is what it's all about, people. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just about you. And I'm like amazed that people don't get that. And, and unfortunately, you know, I think people have a lot of expectations when they watch a show like this that they expect a little bit more out of these girls when most of these girls, this is their first photo shoot, and it really is a process of development. They have a long ways to go before they actually turn into models, but that's the process. So finding someone who can actually have that personality and show that in front of the camera because it does show on film too versus video, 
you got to find that. Otherwise, they're not going to do well. It's competitive. They have to go into, they have to have to go, I mean, over the life of a model's career, they're having hundreds of interviews with clients, you know, designers and photographers and everything. They have to go in there and show themselves off. If you can't talk, you and you'll last a day. Get that. <laughs> and Aaron. Well, you know, it's funny because speaking of, of girls who need to have a personality, I know, Kendra, you had a question about <laughs> some of the girls who maybe had too much personality. Why don't yeah. you jump in there, Kendra? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, Aaron. Hi, Ken- Hi, Aaron. It's Kendra. Hi. <laughs> um, now, you scouted some really promising uh, models. Some of our favorites were Amber and Valentine. Um, and, you know, we saw some that had the natural ability and the personality. How do you deal with the flip side, the difficult personalities, the ones who are picky? I don't want to wear this. I don't want to do that um, for test yeah. shoots. How do you do that behind the scenes? Well, when, when you're asking, yeah, I mean, Valentine is kind of a funny, she's, she's 16 years old, first of all. So we all know that she's young. Um, and, and you have this hope. And, you know, in the grand, in the, in the bigger perspective of things, these girls will be chosen for TV. So it is slightly a little bit more unrealistic for someone to say that, you know, she's got the personality that they wanted for this kind of a show. So that was... you got to have that, exactly. you got to have that. And they, they had to have a storyline. They had they have so many other girls to choose from, but they, they chose a certain storyline, and this was part of her storyline. And um, when she got to New York, you know, she was just... She was just... She's just immature. And... and, 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 and and you hope that she's going to, and I said, oh my gosh, I had a conversation with her before she went in there on my 17. Don't do this right now. Don't do this on camera. Don't do this. <laughs> you know, you're going to regret it because it's going to be in the public eye. And like, she just didn't really get it. And unfortunately that, that showed and, you know, but you, you, all you can do is hope that they do a little better. And granted, she's got a long ways to go, but you know, when she's 17 or 18 years old, she may get there. Right. She's young. I mean, she learned something from it in the long run. You know, watching it can also, you know, watching your mistakes, especially on TV in front of hundreds of thousands of people, can change your opinion of yourself. So hopefully it helped her in the best. Yeah, and that, unfortunately, during the, the process of filming, didn't really phase her. <laughs> so, well, I'm and that's fine. That's kind of, you, you kind of forget the cameras are there sometimes, and you would know that. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Well, what, where are you at with the girls we've seen, you know, with you on the show, Amber, and I believe another Amber, and Valentine? Where are you at? Do you have any follow-ups at this point uh, with all these girls that you, we saw on the show? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do and I don't, um, just because the process does take forever sometimes, and these girls are all in school. Um, not one of these girls is over 18 and out of high school yet, so they're all in school. They're probably going to be going doing, doing something during spring break or during the summertime, so it's really kind of boring <laughs> for people because there's not that much going on right now. They're just in school doing what they're supposed to be doing, and that's what... Well, the other element of the industry that people don't understand is that when they're this young... They really don't do that much. They go they go on a couple of trips and then they they do a bunch of testing. They go through some clients and then it really is that process of development. Then when they're out of high school, they really go. They're expected to go into it full time and do better. But when they're this young, it's just development. That's it. Do you have any girls up your sleeve for season two? If there is season two, I'm sure there will be. The show. I awesome. know. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not official, but there's talk of it, and um, we. I don't know. I, it's all. It's kind of interesting when they start picking the girls for the story, so you never know what they're going to pick, but um, we'll just kind of hit that bridge when we get to it, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, can you, so have you started filming anything, or it's just in talks right now for season two? No, just in talks. No filming, no dates, nothing. I don't even know what's going on, honestly. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> I keep bugging the production team. I'm like, are you guys have any idea? I mean, I'm sure that they have... 
I think the one thing I did hear is that if they do do a second season, there'll be more episodes, which means there'll probably be a few more scouts. So we'll see if that actually happens. I'm not sure. It's kind of um, interesting. Were there any <laughs> girls left out of this season that, that were filmed or no? Yeah. Yeah, we had, um, I had eight girls that were filmed and four girls that were chosen. Wow. To be actually in the end of season. And they filmed, yeah, what happened was they decided to, there were a bunch of girls that they filmed on from all the scouts that were not chosen to go to New York by the team. And they filmed that as part of the stories. And then they originally were going to have three girls and three scouts per episode, but um, it just the time and they, they had to cut it down. So they cut out all the girls who didn't make it to New York. I don't cut it down because there was a girl from here you know, Lauren Delahunty, and she's just so cute, and we had so much fun, and they filmed this rock climbing, and I was like, that would have been so awesome to put on TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was actually, actually going to be my next question, if there were any awesome scenes. <laughs> they always, they never put what you want. They never do. It's good old reality TV. They Always the moments you think you're going to make it in, the moments you're like, oh, that's definitely going to make it. I rock it. This is so great. They don't do it. Yeah, it's been, it's been really funny. I don't know if Gabby's still on the line, but I know Gabby... We had a uh, mm-hmm. call in as well. Did you? Are you still on the line, Gabby? No. Uh, so for those of you listening, obviously we have so many people on the line that uh, I, Gabby got hung up, unfortunately. So, Gabby, I apologize for that. And, and for those of you fans who want to call in as well, unfortunately you can't. Oh, no. <laughs> so we have Erin exclusively. I'm sorry. But we have a few more questions for you, Erin, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, sure. Erin, we I wondering. Go ahead, Kristen. Sorry, Jackie. I, I just arrived, Aaron, so I'm sorry. I'm a little bit off the cuff, and I'm trying to uh, pick up where, where I'm figuring we've left off. Um, I do, oh. <laughs> So I do actually have one question that I've been wondering since uh, the first episode. Um, we see uh, the girls go into these meetings, and and you know, you know, we know, and, and obviously you guys all know pretty much the questions that they're going to get asked. And some of the answers that we've gotten have been, have been like lackluster or very underwhelming. Do you usually go over the questions that, that they will be asked and tell the girls to have a prepared answer? Because some of them seem to be caught like deer in headlights and it seems like this would be something that they would already have been prepping. That's a really good question. Um, all of the girls that I had on the episode, I prepped completely. And like these, I didn't know exactly what questions they were going to be asked, but I knew general questions. I said, you just need to be prepared to be on your feet. Give us, give an honest answer um, you know, you need to do your homework. You need to know your designers. And, and this is what is interesting because I, I, I love all the other scouts, um, Paige, Stacy, um, uh, Kristen, but those three and me and Trudy, we work entirely different. Um, you know, Kristen works for Stars Model Management. She's over new bases there. Uh, Paige works, um, she has her own agency. She doesn't necessarily go out and street scout all the time. Stacy, um, same thing. They all have their own agencies, but Trudy and I, we actually street scout and manage our girls one-on-one on a one-on-one basis. So our level of training and development that goes into our girls is a little different than what the other scouts are putting in their, their girls mm-hmm. um, because of their level of resources or their just just job responsibilities. And so they didn't, I don't, I, in my own personal opinion, I don't think they prepared some of those girls as like we prepare our girls and, and, you know, we obviously do our best to prepare them say, you know, you're going to go into this room. You're going to talk to Scott or, or to Michael. They're probably going to ask you this and this and this question. You need to prepare. And some of them, you know, in any normal situation where there aren't any cameras on their faces would be able to answer those questions. But because there were cameras on their faces, I think that's why you got the dear, like, the, you know, that kind of a look on their face. So yeah, that is an extra element. I never, 
That's yeah. an extra element I never actually took into consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know from, from my experience, when I the first time I spoke with a talent agent, it was the worst experience of my life. And um, and, and I didn't have anyone to, you know, I was new and I had no idea how it worked. And, and I didn't have any any knowledge of the types of questions that they would throw at me. And I ended up asking the agent if, if for questions, if uh, anyone told him he looked like Jerry Seinfeld. And so I didn't get <laughs> signed, <laughs> but so I, I'm interested to watch the way girls respond. Yeah. And it, you know, especially when they're young, they, it's intimidating just because, you know, this is an industry based on what you were assuming is just your looks. And to go in there and start talking to them and start expressing yourself, it's just kind of like scary. And then anyone would have a difficult time answering questions. And, and not even with the cameras in your face, but if you send a new girl, a brand new girl, to go meet a client, um, one of the casting directors in New York, they're probably going to act the same way. It's just one of those nerve-wracking situations, which is why the development process is so important, to get them used to being oh, yeah. the camera make sure you're finding Absolutely. Good. I was terrified when I, was, when I went. I think I actually went to Pace Park when I was 13 down in Miami. I mean, I remember that moment with my parents. I had my mom, my dad, and my uncle with me. I don't really know why my uncle was there for this process, but he was. Um, but I remember being completely terrified. I was uh, 13 years old. And, yeah, I mean, I give these girls a lot of credit. The ones that seem unscouted, you know, even the ones, you know, going in front of these huge people and having to, like, speak well. I mean, it's very intimidating. And then you add a reality show in the mix. Like, they've done really well. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, actually- Eric, it's, so, it's so funny that you said that you take additional preparations kind of maybe compared to some of the other scouts we see. And I'm not just saying this because you're on the show right now. I actually noticed that because I oh. see a closer relationship with you with your girls than with some of the other episodes. When you're on, I feel like they're much closer to you than some of the other girls with their mother agents. Oh. So, I I do notice that and I think, you know, that's a testament to you. Um, so did you have, like, with this experience, did you have a standout moment or a favorite moment with one of the girls or a real tr- personal connection, you know, like that stands out for you with, with this first reality experience for you? Um, you know, I'm just so lucky to, like, be working with these girls on the level that I do because I get to know them so well. I mean, I feel like I'm their mom sometimes because I'm, I'm the one who's calling them. I'm the one who's taking their pictures. And then I hand them over to Trudy, and, and Trudy has an equal relationship with these girls as well. But um, my stand-up moment was really Gina's. I, I didn't, you know, Gina, <laughs> I always knew that she was really interested in modeling, and she was very fashion-savvy. But when she stepped in front of the camera, and all those cameras were on her, and then her mom and everyone was standing on the side critiquing her and talking about her, and she didn't even notice, she was just looking at Danny and that was it taking his direction and we were all like all of our jobs were dropped and we're like okay this is why everyone's freaking out over her because she really does like she's not only um, moves well in front of the camera and has been practicing which is a really big element of development um, but she just took that direction and ignored everything else around her and I just was like I was just about to fall over honestly the whole time everyone was just like we're all dying <laughs> it was fun to see that um, on the flip side, actually, on behalf of Gabby, because she's not on the line, um, are there any times where on the show or not you feel that you made a mistake in taking on a girl? Oh, man, we do that all the time. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, and not even not just the girls on the show, but, I mean, just, you know, you, 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 you scout a girl, you spend a little time on her, and then you realize that she's not quite right for the industry. So, yeah, that happens a lot. Um, and with the girls on the show, no, it was... 
I think, you know, all of the girls had a lot of potential. Um, Valentine has one of the most prettiest faces in the world. I think it's just a, a matter of her realizing it first. Mm-hmm. And then she can go ahead and uh, have more confidence moving into the industry because that's what it, it is for her. Um, Amber, she's kind of odd-looking, but she's really got that cool look. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, all the time. I, I'm always getting girls who, oh, never mind. I guess that's not going to work out. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I know Kristen talks about it sometimes on the on our show that some of these girls, you know, years from now may be kicking themselves, like, you know, I ruined it or, you know, that sort of thing. So <laughs> Yeah, and then and then you end up sending a girl out of the country and she does something really stupid and you're like, okay, this is a reflection on us. I promise we didn't do anything stupid. I hear you mentioning age a lot, Erin. Do you have a, mm-hmm. an age that you feel, how do you gauge whether girls are mature enough? Because as you know very well, there's girls who I think at times are far too young to be in the industry, but some girls at 16 are more mature than girls at 20. How do you gauge that with the girls you take on, whether they're ready and you know mature enough to handle this business? Because it is a business at the end of the day. Yeah, I know it's true. Every girl's different. I have thirteen-year-old girl who's more mature than a seventeen-year-old girl than I than what you know I've found in the past. And you're just like, what is that about? The, how is that possible? But um, it, you know, fortunately, they can't really move, they can't go work in these bigger markets: New York, London, Paris, Milan, until they're sixteen years old. They can, but they they recommend it. You know, as you know, the CFTA recommends they don't. Um, because the shows are so hard. And so that's nice to get, even though they are mature at 16 years of age, they still have to sort of wait to go and work there. It's hard to gauge. It's just, it, I think it's just an, on an individual basis. Every girl is different. You know that, you know that she's going to be able to handle the pressure. Um, and that's when you start to introduce her to certain markets or certain people. And, and that's, it just, it just happens one on one. So it's totally arbitrary. Well, we saw so many girls that that did not get signed, which I think is a good representation of the reality um, of Mm -hmm. how many times you'll walk into an open call and not get signed. Um, Of course, it only takes one yes. But, Brittany, I know you had a question about the girls that have not been signed by Scott. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, do you, when the girls, any of your girls in particular, did not get signed by Scott, did you take them to any other agencies, or is it just kind of for the show for Scouted, or did you still go drop them around to, you know, any of the top other agencies, you know, Ford, Wilhelmina, Next, Elite, do you still kind of shop them around, or is this just for the show's value? Yeah, well, um, normally we would, but um, they were chosen to go to New York just for the show. And so um, when it comes time for them and we feel like they're a little bit more prepared, um, you know, or when they can, then we'll go shopping around for sure. That's kind of what we do. So, yeah. And, and it's not the end of the world that they didn't sign with one. It's okay. One is a great agency, and, and but, but as you know, every agency is different, and every agency has a different list of clientele. Every agency Absolutely. represents different types of girls. So it's nice to know that, that, that Scott is he knows what kind of girls, like you've seen, he represents those beauty faces and he knows what, what he, you know, who he's looking for and all those kinds of things. And so it's nice that he, that he did show that, um, that reality of, you know, just choosing a few, letting go of the rest. Cause that is a reality. In fact, he probably chose more than <laughs> what normal agencies do, but you know, um, forgive me, forgive me for my lack of knowledge on this, but, um, Aaron, how does it work with you being a scout and you're in Salt Lake City, do you work with a lot of different agencies all the time or do you have to be exclusive with certain ones like one or elite or can you are the doors open 
for all of them for you? I don't understand how that really works being a local, you know, more in a local market going to these bigger agencies. Yeah, it's interesting. When I first started my original scouting, my, my management company, Echo Models, a couple of years ago, I would scout the girls, I would develop them myself, and then I would place them with the agencies. I decided to work exclusively with DNA to give them first right of refusal because they had, I just, they were one of my favorite agencies at the time, and they're so selective, and I just felt like that was a huge opportunity for me. But I also worked with every other agency at the same time. They just happened to get first right of refusal. So, and, and that's kind of an interesting you know, DNA is very, very selective, unlike some other agencies who take in a little bit more growth. So um, it wasn't as difficult for me to start placing with other agencies as well. But what happens now is that, you know, I, I have freshly scouted. I'm just a scout. I, I scout the girls. I hand them over to Trudy, who, as you know, works for Vogue magazine, works for Elite. Um, she's incredible. The, the best she is, in my opinion, the Anna Wintour of scouting and managing. She's incredible. Um, I placed them with her. She's the one who works with all the other agencies. So she kind of shops them around, sees what kind of interest there is from all the agencies, and then we work with everybody. So absolutely not exclusive. We want to be able to work with all the agencies because there's so many different kinds of girls and, you know, how it goes. <laughs> so, Erin, when all these girls listening right now, all of the girls following you on Twitter, Erin Scouted is her handle, uh, all the girls watching Scouted, they, I'm sure you're getting approached like crazy. Girls want to know where they can be scouted. So you're saying mm -hmm. Freshly Scouted, right, is the company, and can girls submit to you? Yeah, they can, they can submit to us um, through Freshly Scouted. And, you know, one of the things people have to know is that <laughs> – when you submit your, first of all, I'm, I'm tired of getting little submissions with a paragraph and then no height, no age, or no, uh, no pictures, and I'm like, are you serious? You're getting into the visual industry. Like, send me some pictures and something about yourself, so please send some pictures and something. It's so funny. That's like apartments for rent on Craigslist, and they don't list pictures. Right. I never understand that. I always check the image. I hate that about Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but trust me, one of the things people have to know is that when you send your pictures to an agency or an agent or a scout, they are always looking, and if they are interested, they will get back to you. You don't need to keep following up with them. So just if they don't get back to you, just take it as a no and just move on. <laughs> they're, you know, especially in New York, they're, they're, they're constantly infiltrated. They have a lot of open calls. They keep the ones that they want. So, um, you know, unfortunately, that doesn't give you a lot of information to move forward with, but you do know your answer. Right. And yeah, yeah, go to the next. Right. Right. Yeah. It's sometimes very hard, especially to break into the industry, and that's where you come in, obviously. So freshlyscouted.com mm -hmm. uh, um, is a good step. But right now, since we have you here, before we let you go, we're so happy to get this insight straight from you. But what is your ultimate advice, like your go-to advice, if the girls listening are aspiring models right now, what can they take away, even if, you know, maybe they don't get signed by you or scouted by you, what can they take away from you? What's, like, your ultimate advice to, to models? My, my ultimate advice is be realistic. There is a certain criteria that models have to have. And it's just like ballerinas and football players, and not everybody can do it. There's only a few. If you are not over five eight or five nine, and um, if you don't have, I mean, if you don't have um, the measurements that are required, by, just look at the agencies in New York. Look at what models, uh, look at what models they have. Look at the look. Look at their height. Take note of their measurements. Take note of all of that stuff. If you don't have that, 
then don't pursue it because it's already really competitive. It's already really, really difficult as it is. And it's not as glamorous as you think is not what you see on TV. Exactly. Which is really funny because it's just a lot different than what people think. So just be realistic. If it's not, maybe consider acting if you like to be in front of the camera or do something else, but move on. There's lots of different fun, lots of fun jobs in the modeling and fashion industry that you can do and still be a part of, but just don't consider modeling. Just move on. That's yeah, my advice. I bet you encounter a lot of delusional people. And I don't mean that in a mean <laughs> way, but it's kind of like um, it's got to be a little bit like American Idol tryouts for you sometimes. That is absolutely. I yeah. think it is for every agency and every scout. Yeah. You're just getting, you know, and that's why I don't really depend, you know, and I'll be honest, I don't really depend on submissions coming to us. And most agencies don't. I'm a scout. I go out and find the girls that I want. I go to my track meets. I go because they are the ones who don't. And a lot of people don't know this is that models are typically those girls who never really thought about doing it. They're a little taller. They're a little bit more awkward. They are a little bit more insecure and you have to really train them on how to be models. And sadly enough, the girls who really want to do it are the girls who sort of can't do it sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of, it's just like, I think. Aaron, Aaron, I wonder now when you're in the mall, do you actually get scouted by the girls now, now with the popularity of the show? (laughs) I know. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know what it is. I've only been recognized twice, but that's fine with me. I like my life the way it is. I don't want to. Well, we certainly hope that you have to deal with getting recognized more because we hope for more scouted, more seasons, more episodes. <laughs> And, um, you know, I think your background, being you were a model, I think we can leave off on a note, you know, for the girls that maybe can't do it, like you were saying, think of how many other categories you can fill in the industry if you really love fashion. You know, you were a model, but then you became a manager, a writer, a stylist, you know, and uh, ultimately a scout. I was... Yeah, I was one of the girls that, that I always dreamed of going to New York, and I was not able to. I was just not the type of girl at the time. It was in the 90s, and I kind of lived vicariously through the girls that I scout, and I'm lucky to be able to do that. But it took me six years to realize that I was not that girl. And I think every girl sees themselves in the mirror as something that they're kind of not, and that's how I was. And I think that's kind of important to just be realistic about what you are and who you are, and, and it's okay because you're so pretty. You don't have to be a model. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Erin, we thank you so much for calling in. You made our finale show so special here on AfterBuzz TV, and we really hope to have you back and have uh, more scouted coming our way soon, for sure. Yeah. I'll, let you, I'll keep you updated. If I hear anything, I'll let you know. That'd be fun. Yes, yes please do. Thanks, Erin. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you, guys. So I appreciate Aaron. it. Thanks, Erin. All right. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you, Erin. Hi. Well, Bye. you can follow her on Erin Scouted on Twitter, and as she just promised us, she will keep us updated. So follow her on Twitter for all the live updates on more Scouted. But, Phil, shall we go to a quick commercial, and then we'll, we'll be right back? After Buzz TV. <laughs> Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right. So, guys, welcome. So, uh, first off, we do want to apologize for the quality of the audio. If you're listening on iTunes, uh, we had so many people calling in, but it was such great content that we hope you uh, uh, could forgive that. Now, Jackie, by the way, so so right now uh, I have Gabby on the line, correct? Gabby, are you there? Yes, I am. So, so we have Gabby and Jackie on the lines. No more Aaron, no more Brittany, and uh, Kendra and Kristen in studio. So, uh, so uh, from here, I'll let you take over, Jackie. All right, guys. Well, I, for one, was, am still calming down over the fact that Aaron just gave us if you're an aspiring model, that is just so much inside information uh, to take with you. I mean, some of it you may not have liked to have heard, you know, but, you know, she gave it to us very clear cut. And I think, you know, that was great. Couldn't have asked for more for our finale show here on AfterBuzz. But before we go, we cannot go without talking a little bit about this finale <laughs> that we saw because it was a big episode, guys, and we have to just quickly touch upon Erin uh, and Alwyn because I know, for one, I need to talk about Alwyn. This show cannot <laughs> be complete until I do so. So, yeah. But let's start with Erin because I think she was so heartwarming. Her word of the day is energy. I mean, her energy, as Scott Lipp said, who we've had call into the show also, heads and shoulders above the others. I mean, her energy, like, you know, Erin just said, though, you have to have the measurements and, and the right, you know, makeup, too. And they were kind of hurt, hating on Erin for her athletic body, which I think was gorgeous. And the way she photographed and saying she might not measure up to the one model management girls. And that made me so disappointed because I think she had so much drive, so much energy, so much light coming through her. Uh, I was rooting for her all the way. I loved her confidence. I loved when they said, growing up, did you think you were beautiful? And I love that she said yes with true confidence. Yes, that so there was, was nice. so much going for her. Kendra, let's start with you. We'll go around. Uh, what did you think of Erin? It's funny. Um, in my notes that I took watching the show, I actually did write down energy. Um, she had the, this kind of contagious energy. Um, I liked that she was really genuine. And um, you remarked about her, her physique. Isn't it very similar to that of Naomi Campbell? Doesn't she have sort of an athletic... Yes, definitely. And, you know, the problem is Naomi Campbell started in a very different time and place in modeling. And that's the shame of it. I think Brittany Brower is always touting for those 80s, 90s supermodels to come back into style, um, which is what we that's kind of where I think Erin's body lies, which I think is gorgeous. I, I would yeah. love for that to not be a problem and be a positive. Yeah. And yeah, it did stand out that she was confident in saying that she thought she was beautiful. <laughs> she always has thought so, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> I, Kristen, what did 
Good thing. I did. Um, I did really like her. You know, she glowed through the TV, and I like. I got teary eyed, which is just like for Aww. me, it's just so typical. Like I'm like, just I'm so um, emotional for people that I'm jealous of. Um, <laughs> but I will say, you know, I was really surprised when she did not photograph um, the way she was picked up on the camera. In the instant, the way I think the color of the lipstick and like the clothes, I just I feel like the what the styling aged her a little bit and and I think her face natural with no makeup um, was so much prettier and I think the camera would have done her more justice in her still photographs if they had like toned down the makeup a little bit and just left her natural because she does have that athletic build that I feel like if you over dress could look maybe a little bit awkward or just not right and I just felt like they overdressed her with the sparkles a little bit and the red lipstick um but I you know I loved her personality and you know and like her story was of course really great and um her mom was really sweet and I I really felt for her so I did like her mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Gabby what did you think of Erin I actually disagree with Kristen's comment because um I felt like Alwyn's makeup the second part of the shoot when they put on the bright eyeshadow, wasn't working for me. I thought it looked very bad with pale skin. Um, as opposed to Erin, I thought the makeup looked great on her, and I really liked how she modeled in general. She was a, She's great, and you can definitely see it on camera. She translates very well to video, and I like how they're recognizing a new form of modeling. They're bringing it more internet-based, more multimedia, which I think is great because it's a new generation. Times are changing. So, absolutely. You know, here's the bottom line with Erin. I think, first of all, you know, they say they're you know welcoming her to like the digital age. Basically, it's kind of the trend that's going around, and it's going beyond modeling and taking her into the branding territory. She's somebody who I think is going to have to learn how to host, how to act how to, you know, be a spokesperson, how to be social media savvy. She's somebody, if she wants to be successful in the industry and actually may even find it easier to be successful with having those attributes as opposed to just being high fashion, um, she definitely has to go that full branding personality route. I do agree with you, though, Kristen. I did not like her photos either. I did not like her styling. But at the end of the day, I saw beauty in her on that camera, and for her to look gorgeous on camera at certain points and then not show up so well in her photographs just leads me to believe that she had a bad shoot. And let me tell you, there Mm -hmm. are, for every three great photo shoots I had, I had two or three ones that I never used the pictures from. So, of course, they're working with great people in the industry, so it's a little surprising, but sometimes it just doesn't come together, and I actually do agree with you on that, Kristen, but I think she has the potential to do a lot, and I'm so happy they signed her but I also as well have to side with the mom and her concerns in the beginning about risking a full scholarship who's going to pay for it she has this amazing chance at education that's something that I do think we should bring up and girls do need to think about yes she got signed but if you saw at the end she's also finishing her year at school mm-hmm. and I don't think you know as Erin said you have to be realistic like I think the realistic thing here is you don't risk a scholarship for modeling necessarily. Um, Of course, with the opportunity to work with one, that's an amazing opportunity, but you do have to know you're taking a huge risk and you do have to weigh out what's the most important and the smartest choice. So that's something I thought I, I just felt like I should bring up 
Yeah. But um, I, I feel like we can compare her a little bit to um, her name, Haley, Haley from last week with the that. education. Yeah. Someone like Haley, who it's almost like she's just like guaranteed the way they were responding to make some money, you know, in the industry. And someone like um, Aaron, who's a little bit harder to place, just as pretty and, and all of that, but just has, you know, doesn't maybe have that current you know look of Haley I think it's more of a risk for Aaron to to not go through the education as I did with Haley like with Haley I thought hey I'll just drop out of school like, you'll be fine you know right but with you know when you are kind of up in the air you know but they didn't really you know I think that would be the agency's responsibility to say like we signed you but here are our thoughts and we do think there are some maybe um, discrepancies in how much you'll get casted to begin with. So I feel like that's their responsibility to tell her. And I'm sure they will. And I, you know, I don't know how it operates from here on out. But, um, you know, I think that would be smart for her to consider education. But Haley, I would have been like, eh, F it. Well, I think the good right. thing. Wait, but Jackie, answer me this. Like, being a model, do you think that somebody may have time to maybe study through online education? as opposed to just being, like, physically present in a classroom? I think so. I think the smartest thing to do, really, is to go back to school after you take a stab at modeling if you really want to do it the right way. I don't believe in doing school and modeling because I think it's like you're just cutting off both opportunities because what you can't... I don't believe you can truly half and half it. I think if you want to be the next huge model and you want to give yourself the full chance you can't do school at the same time so the argument that school will always be there yes there's online classes i'm sure that's an option or going back to school after a certain amount of years but the only reason i was was worried with erin is because it was more risky for her i thought and she was on a full scholarship and i don't know if she were able in five years to get that scholarship back and it didn't seem like her mom could handle, afford it or, you know, based on her concerns. So that's where I weighed in on Erin is that the scholarship was the big risk. Well, hey, the- hey, Jackie, sorry not to be that guy, but um, if I could kind of get you to speed along, unfortunately, Erin uh, gave us so many good things that the show uh, is starting to run over <laughs> a little bit. Um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, for those of you listening, of course, you know, these guys obviously can go on for days talking about this, which is great. I love that. I love that. So if you if you Clearly. feel you need more, uh, tweet these guys. Uh, why don't we real quick take this opportunity to uh, spread your Twitter so that way in case uh, for those listening, they, they can get more of your feedback. Absolutely. I'm at Jackie Moran on Twitter. And uh, Kendra, why don't you give yours and then Kristen and Gabby? I'm at Kendra Cabasell, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. And I'm at Kristen Carney, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And then there's an invisible awesome at the end of that. (laughs) And the one on the line is at Gabrielle underscore Loren. (laughs) Okay, well, let's quickly sign off and just give go around one last time and give some quick last minute thoughts on Alan and then uh, we'll close off for this season of Scouted. I'll, I'll say thank you so much for joining us this season, guys. I thought Alan was probably the most annoying uh, member of the show of the season <laughs> and one of the most potential as far as her looks. So that's my quick take on Alwyn. Um, Kendra, why don't you and then Kristen and Gabby sign us off with your last thoughts. Um, great season. I'm going to miss it. 
hopefully it'll come back. I think it will. Um, Alwyn, perfectionist. She was ultra cerebral. I, I mean, you know, I could relate in some ways. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I think she was overthinking things a lot, and it was kind of getting in the way. And then you could kind of see where she got it from, because she and her mom were a great team at that overthinking thing. Um, but I wish her the best. She was. I think her pictures were great, um, and I wish her the best. Um, I wish her the worst. Um, <laughs> of course. This nice. girl, you know, I didn't mind her pictures. I actually like the way she photographed. But this girl is going to be successful. And no matter what she does, she's a go-getter. And everything's going to, like, go her way. She's going to have a gorgeous house and, you know, life and whatever. Like, good for you. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to miss the show. I really enjoyed the show. It was um, tons of fun because I like critiquing people that are prettier than me. And um, I'm looking forward to the next season if, if one happens. I think the show is great. Um, I don't know if you can compare it to the other ones coming out, like Remodeled. I think this is going to stand out from the rest. But I would like to see in the next season them bring in male models because we only saw female models being scouted the entire season. So I'm looking forward to maybe a surprise. We'll see. Good call on that, Gabby. Some some pectoral muscles wouldn't hurt the show, maybe. Um, but <laughs> I feel like that one. <laughs> We're not a piece of meat. You can't just scout us. Well, we certainly had a blast breaking down this show this season, and we have such a big thank you owed to Scott Lips and Aaron Olsen and everybody else who joined us on the show uh, through Twitter and live, and we just had such a blast, and I think we are all in agreement. We're looking for much more Scouted to come in the very near future. Until then, thanks so much for joining us this season of Scouted. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. And remember, these guys do tons of other shows, so even though Scattered is off the air, there's plenty more after shows for you with these guys. Take care, guys. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.